Welcome to the gaming's greatest generation podcast where we discuss news, reviews, and all things video games with your hosts the OG Leo Holly, the overachiever Mark Lombardi, and Mr. Contradiction himself Matt Harms. Stay tuned for ways to connect with the G3 community, contribute to the show, or tell us about your greatest gaming experiences. Now, let's get to the show. Greetings, gamers, and welcome back for another episode of the G3 Podcast. G3 Podcast. We've got the whole crew in the house. Woo! You got your boy, yours truly. Known as Ice on all things gaming and social media. Also joined by none other than Mr. Mow Them Down. And following out the pack, we've got the infamous Killionaire. Unfreaking believable. Hail to the king. Mr. Snipe 90, what is oh. going on, gentlemen? I can take that one, yeah. It's going to be able to do ringtone. All right. As we said, uh, we're back. We got the whole crew in the house. Feels like it's been forever. We're here for episode 70, recording this on December 16th, 2022. Holy cow, it feels like it's been forever, gentlemen. Glad to have y'all back on the show. Glad to have the whole fam here, the whole crew in the house. Um, so this this episode for our listeners, be sure, you know, we got we got to pitch it out there. You know, however you're catching this one, if you got it on the VOD or the the, 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 the pot, is that podcast on demand? Is that a thing, the pot? Whatever. Be sure you like, subscribe, share with a friend, uh, give us a thumbs up, give us a review, comment, and let us know what you think about the show. Um, we may experiment, uh, I, I was dabbling with the idea cause now we have the opportunity via our, uh, platform, uh, that being anchor where we go ahead and have all of our hosting. Uh, we have the opportunity to now have, uh, polls that are available for you, particularly on Spotify. So if you guys are interested in participating in that stuff, let us know. We can go ahead and throw some of that in the chat. Uh, but first and foremost, before we get right into it, Matt, let's start with you. How you been? It's been a while. What's, what's going down? Ah, uh, yes, it has been a while. Uh, I'm good, man. It's uh, been busy times here lately, but I'm glad that I can get together for this uh, bigger show that we've got going on. So, nice all right, all right, all right. right. Sure. There we go. <laughs> and uh, again, the infamous Killionaire, Mister Snipe Ninety Mark. What's going on, brother? Ah, uh, yeah, same here. Uh, happy to be uh, included on this episode. Uh, you know, life takes its little turns here and there, and just been busy, you know, doing fam stuff, but, uh, you know, a little sicknesses here and there, but, you know, back, uh, ready to get this thing rolling. Yeah, you know, it, it is that kind of season, and you got to go ahead and take care of your family, take care of those around you, make sure you're going ahead and you cover your mouth when you cough, go ahead and wipe some things down, do what you got to do, because uh, everybody wants to remain healthy. Speaking of remaining healthy... Uh, what doesn't seem healthy right now is unfortunately EA. We're going to get straight into the news, guys. So uh, right off the jump, EA's gone ahead and uh, delivered us some some not great news. 
Some of this, so let's just get this out of the way. Some of this news might be a little bit old, and that's because obviously the show has kind of been all over the place for the past month. We want to give you guys some quality content and kind of highlight uh, some of the topics that we feel were some of the most prominent ones uh, that were either news or announcements over the past month or so. Uh, so starting this right off, we got this out of PC Gamer, sourcing this out of PC Gamer back from the beginning of November. Uh, EA, in their infinite wisdom, has gone ahead and done away with the Project Cars franchise. So... Uh, it is unfortunate news. It was kind of EA's um, realistic racing uh, genre, if, if you want to call it that. Uh, went ahead and started off under Codemasters uh, until Codemasters was acquired by Slightly Mad Studios. And then, uh, or excuse me, vice versa. Yeah, Codemasters acquired Slightly Mad Studios, but then EA acquired Codemaster. Uh, this happened back in 2021. And now all of a sudden, as we're getting ready for uh, or some fans are hopefully getting ready for Project Cars 4. EA said, hey, you know what? We're done with that. We're not going to do any Project Cars. Um, for me, this is some unfortunate news because it was nice uh, polar opposite, in a sense, um, to what you have with the Need for Speed franchise being much more you know, kind of street, kind of gritty, not necessarily super realistic, even though they had some of those realism elements thrown in there with kitting out your car and, and specking it and doing whatnot. Um, but this is unfortunate. I have a feeling why EA went ahead and did this. I mean, in their statement, they went ahead and said, uh, where did they go? Uh, quote, games are at the heart of sports and racing entertainment. And with shifting fan expectations, we recognize the need to evolve our games beyond pure play, providing experiences for fans to also watch, create, and connect with their friends. Uh, so that quote coming out of who actually said that? It was one of their execs I'm, I'm doing them a disservice by not quoting the name but quite frankly as far as i'm concerned all the execs at ea are, are shadow demons um that being said let's go ahead and start with uh mark i don't know if you're uh, a fan of the project cars if you ever dabbled in that stuff what are you thinking about this uh, unfortunate cancellation here um i haven't i think one was on game pass or ea play whatever it was at one some one point i played a little bit of it but not much. Um, honestly, when I think racing games, it's always the Gran Turismo, Forza, Need for Speed. I personally never think of Project Cars. So I'm not sad to see it go. But it won't be missed in my uh, library. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. And I guess to me, to me, it was kind of EA's entry onto the field, like you said, between a Forza Motorsport and a Gran Turismo 7. Matt, you're, you're kind of more of the the sim racing aficionado, but I don't recall hearing you talk about Project Cars before. Is this another one that kind of slipped by your 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 library backlog kind of deal, or are you concerned? Uh, unfortunately, about yeah. I mean, I've got uh, I think the original or something. Uh, it was a game of the gold or whatever, but I haven't really touched it. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it's just one of those deals where there's just too much stuff to play, man. Uh, but yeah, it's still. Still sad to see that they're getting canceled. I mean, I've, I've heard great things about the games. Um, so it is kind of a bummer to see that they're knocking it out. But at the same time, you know, it is understandable. They're going to want to put the focus on Need for Speed. and Why create your own competitor, I guess? Why dump a bunch of resources into that? So. Uh, yeah, no, that's a... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's a fair point. Um how much are they actually dumping into Need for Speed? We'll see, because you know, for based sure. on what we've seen recently with Need for Speed Unbound, not 
a whole lot of critical acclaim. Um, admittedly, I still need to get into that one myself. I've been playing some other stuff, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but then moving right along, this next piece of news uh, coming out of IGN, also Slave in Spire, the beginning of November. There's Slave of the Spire. No, it's not Slave of the Spire. Uh, <laughs> so this other piece coming out of IGN, also related to EA of sorts. Um, so folks may recall that back earlier this year, around May timeframe, EA and FIFA split, right? We're so used to uh, the FIFA games coming out out of EA annually. Um, and while they do go ahead and get a bunch of flack for going ahead and being uh, more or less just, just reskins uh, and really just supporting FIFA Ultimate Team and being kind of the money cash grab that that is, uh, FIFA wanted more money for its franchising and EA said no. So the two had split ways. But now apparently FIFA is going to do its own thing. And the first... It had three different projects that it's recently announced, which uh, all of these are based around either blockchain or Web 3.0. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it's a little terrifying for me. Um, so they've got a couple of these um, looking like, uh, what is it, Upland Me, uh, talking about virtual properties. Um, and you, it's going to have a customizable shop. Match day is going to be a game, a social media prediction, or excuse me, a social prediction game that's going to be using cards uh, centered around, you know, players and their likenesses and whatnot. Uh, and then I hope I pronounce this right. Fichti, Fichti, P-H-Y-G-T-I uh, is going to be an app that generates digital rewards. So I don't know how much to say on this one. Uh, anytime I hear about blockchain and Web 3.0, my stance is show me a successful story with it, right? So there's still a lot of controversy uh, surrounding crypto, especially a lot of stuff that we've seen lately with uh, what is FTX and, and a couple others. Um, now you have entities like Square Enix that have gone ahead and said that they want to support blockchain and Web 3.0. And I'm still waiting to see what the success story is with that. So the notion that FIFA, who wanted more money in the first place for its franchise being associated with EA, is now doing something that, as far as I'm concerned, has always been associated as a scam, it it doesn't really sit well with me. And, and by this uh, editorial piece from IGN, uh, from their writer, it doesn't seem that they're in favor of it either. Uh, Matt, I know you are more versed, if you will, uh, in some of this blockchain and Web 3.0 stuff. Where's where do you sit on this one? Is this cause for a lot? Uh, I mean, if, well, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, uh, from my perspective, at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, none of that, the, the whole decentralization thing of the Internet like that, that is its own like standalone concept in the vacuum or whatever is nice. But the way that it's intended to be utilized by those that are developing it not not so great uh in any case yeah so uh ea was no longer interested in trying to pay whatever exorbitant fee that fifa wanted to charge so they split ways uh now fifa's gonna go full on into the nft thing and just you know trying to nickel and dime you for as much as they can because they know that essentially their fan base is the super fans like the people that buy that are are very into that and they're willing to spend a whole bunch of money on that to kind of get their fix or whatever, fulfill whatever need they've got. And uh, they're going to milk that for all they can. So I don't know. It's sad. I mean, it doesn't affect me much personally because I was, I, I've never really been much of a soccer guy. I haven't really played a whole lot of soccer games. So 
as Mark said, it's not going to be missed for my library, but uh, it's just just so kind of a slimy thing. Okay. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad when you're wanting EA to be involved in something like, <laughs> to be brought back into something. Please, please, shadow figures, come back. Uh, okay, cool. And yeah, Mark, uh, I mean, pretty simple. I, I have a pretty sneaking suspicion you're not really into the sports games. <laughs> so uh, a, sim- a simple yes or no if you want to comment on this one will suffice. I'll just uh, agree with Matt on this one. Uh, I mean, I, would, I, I think I did play one of the FIFAs this year. If it was on the uh, EA Play, I forget which year it was. Twenty two, maybe. Yeah, um, probably twenty two. I think twenty two. Yeah, I did really dabble hard. in that for like a couple of minutes, but yeah, it's not my uh, area of uh, gaming uh, enjoyment. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Uh, yeah, it won't be missed. <laughs> okay, hey, we, you know, we like what we don't jump all the money they want. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. It's, their fan base is way bigger than uh, football, like American football, I should say. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm yeah. just waiting to see when we hear, uh, you know, some some quarter legal proceedings where they start talking about loot boxing and that stuff. Um, so, speaking along the lines of monies, apparently we haven't heard the end of money as it comes to Nintendo. Uh, so Nintendo has not officially said that they are ruling out the idea of going ahead and increasing switch price. So uh, in a semi-recent earnings call, and this one, once again, we're getting out of IGN, a lot of of IGNs, a lot of Verge, you know, a couple of different sources here. Um, But this one out of IGN, uh, again, towards the beginning of November, uh, Nintendo did a six-month earning release uh, where they highlighted a couple things, uh, including that the Switch has sold over 114 million units, which is bonkers. I mean, we can go ahead and uh, take some time later on and figure out where that was vis-a-vis the release of uh, the Xbox One and the PS4 and, and try to see like how many it sold by comparison. But I, I think it's safe to say it's out there uh, in the wild. But now, uh, as we've played some games, and Mark, you're kind of our resident Nintendo expert, uh, I'm sure you can attest that the, the Switch is struggling a little bit, especially with some of the newer titles. So it's interesting that Nintendo would go ahead and say... Uh, that they haven't entirely ruled out at this earnings call. They haven't entirely ruled out the idea of a uh, price increase, even though I think it's safe to say that, uh, you know, economy of scale, they've gone ahead and developed it to the point where they are making the switch for really cheap. We have no mention of a switch two or a successor on the horizon. Uh, I mean, what are you thinking about this? Are you thinking if, if Nintendo today went ahead and announced that the Switch was going to go up the baseline Switch from, let's say, three hundred to three fifty, and the OLED from three fifty to four hundred, is that is that going to you know make you raise an eyebrow at all based on what we've seen with the performance of the Switch lately? Yeah, it's definitely going to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, I think it's the Switch. Well, I should say Nintendo as a whole. They they've always made consoles. Like not to play well with, with others. Uh, it's like a they make the consoles for their platform of handful of you know developer teams. So, and one could say they're they've always had outdated hardware. I mean, you, know, you you have the first gen switch, correct? Yeah, yeah, I've got a first. Yeah, gen. yeah. So, you know, could they have waited 
couple more months and then just released OLED as the launch, you know, hardware for this next gen Switch. Sure. So, but as you know, that it's a cash drive company as well. Um, you know, they they have this first party games that are still $60 that are five years old. So, and uh, it's the only thing going for them is like the fan base. So, Is it a time for people to realize that, you know, they just need to up their game a little bit? Sure. But I think upping a price on something that's outdated is definitely not the way to go. Yeah, I agree. I'd be very interested because I know we've heard stuff before about the Switch going ahead. And, and prior to the OLED model coming out, we would heard about them basically going ahead and scooping up OLED screens in uh, mass and... You know, everyone was kind of scratching heads going, man, that's a, that's a lot of numbers. Why are you guys grabbing them that much? And then this, the Switch OLED or SWOLED uh, was announced. Now, what I'm curious about is I've heard a lot of uh, potential rumors um, when you're looking at hardware and capabilities, uh, especially now that we've seen the new uh, entries in the form of Intel and AMD and NVIDIA for graphics card and everything. I think it's safe to say that there's no way Nintendo could really partner to create a, a system on chip manufacturing process that would go ahead and produce anywhere near a competing uh, platform with, you know, what we see today with the PS5 and the different variants of the Xbox or even PC, you know, for that matter. But what... I wonder to myself, and, and again, this is not, I can't take credit for it. This is some stuff I've heard. What about the rumor that uh, Nintendo may go ahead and partner yet again with NVIDIA and go ahead and utilize such things like their DLSS technology to go ahead and take what would otherwise be viewed as lesser underperforming hardware to go ahead and overproduce these images to be higher resolution, which is probably one of the things I believe that everybody's clamoring for with Switch hardware. Uh, Matt, lover of all things graphics and technology what do, you, what do you think about this one do you think it makes sense for nintendo even think about doing a price increase on the switch or should they probably lean a little more into announcing that switch 2.0 well yeah so i mean that <laughs> uh it depends on how you want me to answer that uh, singularly or individually but uh yeah so i i would concur with mark that if they're going to look to increase the cost of the current offerings probably not the best time for that i mean i at, at this point i feel like despite you know uh stock issues from time to time or whatever i, I think if you've really really wanted a switch unless if you're you know a parent who's buying it for your kid who's now maybe becoming an age where you're wanting to get them something or whatever like you're not going to be enticed now at this point by an increase in in cost on the current hardware. Now, if they are going to increase MSRP on their Switch 2.0 offering, depending on what that's going to be, I, I'd have to see what it was, but that might be an easier pill to swallow. You know, if they are going to partner with NVIDIA again and use some other kind of a, was it Tangra or something weird unit? Uh, the Tegra, uh, Tegra chips, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's a newer version. Do, do a newer, yeah. Do a new version with that that uh, takes advantage of the DLSS. I mean, that's you know, throw the OLED screen on there. Now you've got HDR and OLED or whatever. I mean, that 
that could be an enticing proposition. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's hard to justify spending $300 to then pay, you know, full price on any kind of older title that I'd want to get my hands on and then still have the performance that you're going to have, which, you know, like for me, again, the mobile gaming thing is not the draw. It's more the games themselves that Nintendo produces. And I want to experience them, you know, in as full fidelity as, as gorgeous and everything that I can. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, I think at this point, especially with, um, I think it'd be super close, right? Because Tears of the Sun uh, is supposed to come out, what did we say, in March? Yeah, I feel like if that was going to be the thing, I I feel like they would have already... Oh, no, Tears, sorry. Tears, Tears of the Kingdom, yeah, it's supposed to be yeah, May. My yeah. apologies. One, one of the M months. But I feel like if they were going to announce a new Switch 2.0, that would be the better move than to go ahead and to increase the price of the current existing hardware. And you want to launch it with a flagship title. No one's heard uh, of any new Mario game, you know, coming out, although albeit Mario Odyssey kind of appeared out of nowhere kind of deal. Um, So they do have the capacity for that. But I I think the next Legends of Zelda game would be a really awesome, you know, first party flagship title as they saw how successful no uh, Breath of the Wild was <laughs> to go ahead and launch new platform with their new hardware with it, I should say. Um, Moon Ride Long, but keeping it somewhat along the price train. Um, so this one was mentioned everywhere. We just got it uh, or sourced it from Business Standard. Uh, Microsoft, ahead of the holiday season, went ahead and uh, earlier this month in December, announced that they were, in fact, going to end up raising the price of first-party games uh, from the traditional $60 price point that we're so used to, at least here in the Western Hemisphere, to $70. So again, first-party being you know anything that comes out of Xbox Game Studios proper. Um, some of the ones that we're looking forward to next year that will probably fall under this is Redfall Starfield, uh, Forza Motorsport, if we see anything about potentially Hellblade 2 or, you know, any of those that are wholly owned by Microsoft, uh, we're going to see that being the case. To me, this isn't a huge deal because this kind of falls right in line with what, uh, you know, everyone else is already doing, unfortunately. Thank you, Nintendo, for not picking up that yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Sony's been doing it for a while. A lot of third parties have been doing it for a while. I think it's just a little peculiar that they went ahead and announced this, you know, like I said, in December, ahead of the holidays to talk about um, next year. The only disclaimer I'll say is unless, and and this is kind of my take, they're probably going to have Redfall, which was already delayed, coming out in February. That's my guess. And so they want to get ahead of it before they go ahead and say, hey, here's, you know, this game we've got coming out. You can go for pre-orders. By the way, it's going to be $70. I mean, Matt, what do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I kind of agree with you on that, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to say exactly how that's going to go. It, it, for, for once, we're, we're actually going to agree. I don't know that one. That's what this um, I, I think he said he. I said, for once, we're finally in agreement, and then I. <laughs> What do you know? Uh, so, so Mark, you can you can make this a you can make this a trifecta, a love triangle, the, right now. It's but. just the push to you know the, the subscription and everything. It's, it exactly. It's exactly. 
It's interesting. You got these seventy dollar games, so I'm not gonna say they're included. I'm not gonna say that I was right. <laughs> I'm just saying everyone was saying the game pass is gonna go up and the console was gonna go up in price. What did I say? I said they're gonna increase the price of their first party stuff to one, be in line with everybody else, and two, to help people subscribe to Game Pass, the best deal in gaming. Speaking of the best deal in gaming. You can right now, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, go ahead and take advantage of some of the crazy new benefits uh, specifically related to Riot Games. So if you play Valorant, League of Legends, uh, Team Fight Tactics, Legends of Runeterra, uh, Legend, or League of Legends Wild Rift, uh, there's a lot of, lot of stuff going on for you if you go ahead and link your uh, Game Pass account. Um, I mean, I've heard people say that basically like with all the champion unlocks, the the 20 XP uh, match bonus increase, uh, all agents, like all the stuff they're talking about here, it's like well over a thousand dollars worth of content if you were to go ahead and buy it piecemeal. Um, I think I can confidently say none of us here have played these games before. I will go ahead and say that I'm gonna dabble. I've been meaning to dabble in Valorant. Uh, I keep hearing I good things. Say, I, think, I think Mark has played Valorant. But... <laughs> okay, Mark, take it away, man. What what are we thinking? Is this good? You get all the current agents. Uh, the the disclaimer: uh, you got to make sure to link your Xbox Game Pass account to your Riot Games account or create a Riot Games account yes. by January first to take advantage of all this. So, yes. is this something you're doing? Uh, I will. We'll be doing. Um, I don't play the other games, but I have played Valorant. It's along the lines of. Ish, uh, mixed with like some CSGO. So I don't know if you guys plan on moving it up anytime soon, but it's something different. So uh, you know, hop in. It's it's a little learning curve, but uh, I enjoyed the you know little time I had with it so far. Okay, yeah, like I said, for me, I plan on booting up Valorant, dude. I've been gaming so long, and I've just like dodged League of Legends. I don't know why. Uh, I just feel like maybe it hasn't been my cup of tea, but I think, you know, shoot, getting, getting all this opportunity, I think it would be disrespectful to the people that have been playing for so long to not try out some of these champions. Matt, are you going to dip, dip toes in the water over here with Riot? Uh, I mean, probably just because, you know, why not? <laughs> no is an answer. I'll, I'll ever actually, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know when or if I'll ever actually play any of that stuff. Might as well take advantage of the offer. Like, it's not costing me if right. if, only, if only you had a nice new PC to go ahead and try it out. <laughs> well, does that does that extend to the PC? Or is it just on console? No, it it is specifically to PC because right on the Xbox app. Yeah, yeah, the Riot <laughs> stuff does not have uh, um, uh, parity. I guess is the right word I'm looking for. It's not available yeah. on console. It's just the PC okay. stuff. Um, just, you know, just just keep hooking it up to your TV and you get to enjoy it. Speaking of TVs, moving into our next piece. Uh, so apparently some news has come out. If you were one of those uh, unfortunate gamers that went ahead and heard the news about Samsung having uh, cloud gaming ability on their 2022 TVs, uh, this news coming out, um, again, sourcing it from The Verge. This was middle of November. Uh, Samsung is now extending that to 2021 TVs. Uh, so if you have a Samsung 2021 smart TV, you'll have the opportunity to try out uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming, Luna, Amazon's Luna, NVIDIA GeForce Now, uh, Utomic, 
and a couple other streaming services. Um, it's just going to be different because it won't be in Samsung's gaming hub, but rather in individual apps that you'll have to download. Um, and this kind of goes in with, um, they've got a, a couple different TV models that it pertains to a bunch of the QNs uh, and a couple of the AUs, one WS and one LS. I think those are like the special models. I'm not super savvy on the uh, the Samsung series TVs. Uh, but Matt, being a, uh, a Samsung TV owner yourself, smart TV that falls kind of within this uh, 21, 22 year group category. Uh, what do you have to say for the the streaming services thus far? Because I think you said you dabbled in some of it, right? I have, yeah. So yeah, I've got a 22 model. Uh, so yeah, I've got to, I guess, get first access to that or whatever. Um, it's it's not bad, honestly. I mean, I, I as mentioned, it's a cool addition to the feature set of the television. It's not something that I default to using a whole lot because I've got the actual console hooked up to it but uh but it is cool you know if i'm downloading something on the console i can hop over to the television and you know usually stream whatever over there obviously performance is not as good but it allows my console to download uninterrupted uh while i can continue to game uninterrupted mostly uh so yeah i mean pretty neat feature uh otherwise i i I'd have to look at the expanded list for all the televisions that actually get access to this because it is kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a nice thing to bundle on, but if you're somebody who's already dropping a fairly sized chunk of money on a television, you probably have already got the console, you know, to go with it or whatever. It's it's kind of a hard sell for me on, hey, spend two thousand plus dollars or whatever on the television. And then you can get a Game Pass subscription and stream your games and, you know, they'll run okay, you know, whatever. I mean, depending on, you know, your internet connection and the game that you're playing or whatever. Um, it's like, eh, you know. Uh, but if they intend to, you know, expand that throughout their lineup or whatever, you know, I mean, smart TVs, depending on the, the panel type and everything, are, well, or not, are, are constantly getting cheaper. So, yeah, I mean, if you could, you know. There, there's a decent selling point there if you can get yourself a fairly, you know, decent uh, smart television for seven hundred bucks, and then you can get, you know, Game Pass streaming or whatever. It's, it's not a bad idea. It's just <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Mark, is this, uh, is this something you're, you're going to go ahead and you're going to buy one of these twenty one, twenty two model smart TVs and uh, put the kiddos in front of it with a controller or what? He's pushing the RV so. currently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go play games, dude. Um, I have two older Samsungs. I think they're maybe 2019, 2020s. So if I ever do upgrade, I stick in the family. Just, uh, I mean, they eventually they're probably going to go to other, you know, uh, companies. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. They'll look messy. I'm not going to spend two grand just to get a streaming app, but <laughs> and if it's six or seven hundred dollars, that's you know something that I'm going to upgrade anyway. Then you know I already have the service, so it makes sense. Just hop on there, but, you know, it's included, so you know. <laughs> it's not it's not for the you know person that doesn't have 
Well, I should say more, more for family. Maybe I don't know. It's basically you have a family room. <laughs> one in every room of his house. Yeah. So, 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 so what I'm hearing is it's not necessarily for the pick up the same the game gamers. and stream or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. In, it's kitchen, more for the you dinner, get your. He's got one hand on the <laughs> controller. He's playing. <laughs> he's in the bathroom. He switches over to the TV in the bathroom. And he's like, <laughs> it's it's the the family that has the you know the series uh series S or you know and then they got the family plan. One console, and then you know you got a playroom for the kids. They can just pop the TV on and be like, "Hey, hey, Jimmy, you go play over here," and you know, whatever. Actually, that's actually, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not a that's not a terrible idea, though, right? Like, like uh, we've heard all the rumors about specifically with Game Pass, uh, you know, developing a family plan. If you go ahead and you have your your diehard core gamer that's got the Series S over there, and they're playing Call of Duty at 120 frames on 1080p and then you got somebody else that's you know going ahead and playing i don't know the equivalent of animal crossing on the xbox uh you know streaming that in in another room on the tv because they too have access to that family plan yeah that's not that's not a terrible idea but uh just so everyone knows that that is an availability uh what's apparently no longer an availability however is nvidia shield tv's um getting access to the game stream service and this is going to be dropped in 2023 so matt this is this is your big one why don't you go ahead and take it away i'm just, yeah i'm just blown away so yeah nvidia's announced that they are removing the game stream service or feature set from uh, the nvidia shield tv product uh, so everybody who has purchased that hardware well surprise uh you you can no longer play video games i believe as of february uh, 23, uh, or well, 2023, excuse me. Um, so yeah, uh, pretty whack. Uh, apparently they were referring people to either, uh, the steam link or whatever to, to stream your stuff onto your television, which is viable, but nowhere in here as, uh, capable or to, uh, well, check out our, you know, streaming service or subscription service, you know, whatever. It's like, okay. I mean, you know, I guess we should have seen it coming, but like, man, like, whoo, wow. If I had purchased a Shield TV, I'd, I'd be uh, upset, boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be wholly honest, this, this could have been me, right? Because there was one point where they had the Shield TVs on sale for, I want to say it was like less than 100 bucks. I think I think I saw one one set that was like the 4K one for like 75 bucks one year on Black Friday or something. Maybe not last year, the year before. And I genuinely was like hovering over the buy button because I was like, I mean, I like Nvidia. I like the idea of what they what they do. I could see um, either buying games on their Nvidia service or you know having them crossover because I know they have a little bit of crossover um, depending on uh, which launcher you own games in. And now this, yeah, just basically cut it. I was like, okay, there's absolutely no reason for me to get this thing <laughs> yeah and yeah, i guess definitely I can, no reason now yeah <laughs> well and i mean i guess I, we can kind of understand right because tvs are getting smarter and this thing was essentially kind of dual purpose if i recall one was to go ahead and stream uh, a lot of your high res uh video it, it, you had the ability it, to go ahead and have a media a hub yeah but yeah i mean it was um, it was way more capable for the gaming feature than yeah. say like my two thousand dollar television or whatever um is it actually purpose built uh, yeah. yeah right yeah so it's so yeah man i i mean i understand why they did it 
don't like it, but uh, yeah, I feel real bad for all the Shield TV owners out there. It's like, man, I mean, I could understand if you were going to be like, you know, going forward, we're just going to get rid of the Shield TV product or whatever, you know, and legacy owners will continue to be able to do whatever. Yeah, like, Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, but it's good to know my, my Steam link back there. We'll go ahead and get a second life here coming up, apparently. Um, yeah, I got mine somewhere. What's also going to go ahead and apparently breathe life into all of us is, as we're talking about TV, 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 all the freaking movies that are going to come out in 2023. Uh, so whether it be uh, a film or television adaptation, 2023 is absolutely stacked uh, with video game related content. And so we're getting this one out of the gamer Um I mean, dude, the list just goes on. Borderlands movie, um, that's wrapped up. It's expected sometime. Uh, well, this says expected 2022. I'm pretty sure they delayed that. I, I don't remember hearing anything about that. Uh, we got Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I actually remember seeing a trailer for this and was like, holy cow, they made a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, we got not, Return to Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. We got uh, Return to Silent Hill that we talked about before. Gran Turismo, we've heard they're making a movie. Um, just going down the list here. Um, this one's apparently new. A Beyond Good and Evil movie. Going to be coming out on Netflix. It's going to uh, come out before the sequel game. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just about to say. <laughs> we've, uh, we've previously <laughs> talked about how, uh, you know, Last of Us um, is going to be showing up on HBO. What did we say? In January? Um, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gears maybe, of War movie. Maybe, considering the way yeah. HBO is going right now. Yeah, Gears of War movie. Uh, Dave Batista went ahead and went out on social media in full Gears of War getup. Uh, just basically saying, I can't make it any easier at this point. Make me the friggin' guy. Make me Marcus Phoenix. Um, I, I didn't see this one before either. Mortal Kombat 2. Apparently a, a sequel to uh, the previous movie that they just brought out um, is going to be coming out. Uh, an arc survival evolved movie is going to be coming out i mean dude the list just goes on um what 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 are we thinking here uh matt i think you're quite the uh movie buff you've got so many of the streaming services like what are we thinking are we looking forward to all this Uh, theater that we will have in 2023 i'm a skeptic but uh, i mean i i'm looking forward to checking out last of us i i have hopes that that will be good um otherwise yeah i mean i don't know i mean uh the, the latest mortal kombat movie was you know a, uh, a mortal kombat movie yeah right <laughs> so i mean i'm not sure my hopes are real high there i mean i guess i don't know what kind of bar you're setting you know with a, a video game movie or whatever but i'd like to see them you know video games have been elevating their art form for quite a while now we've seen lots of Lots of developments with that in recent years. That would be nice to see if the Hollywood uh, side of that would 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 try and match. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I did think it funny that the Dungeons and Dragons one was included in that list, just because I mean, you know, yes, there have been Dungeons and Dragons video games, but like that's not really like the basis of that is not a video game. Whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're just going to keep churning it out because video games are popular. Hollywood's trying to tap into some kind of market there. They see all these, you know, 
microtransactions, whatever. You know, gamers are flush with cash, so god damn it, we gotta try and get some of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, quite literally, Halo right? TV, in the past, season two uh, coming eventually. Oh, it's dude. They they already <laughs> they already greenlit. I thought it was season two Z-Master and season Cheese three Ball. of of Halo. Um, yeah, I believe oh, that they. God, no, no, Master Cheeks. Time. We don't need to see and, any and more Master Cheeks. Master Cheeks. <laughs> uh, Mark, what what what's the deal? Are you gonna go ahead and be streaming all this stuff in your camper um, out there? I'm I am a little skeptical as well uh, when it comes to video game movies or based on video game movies. Uh, it has to be man, we all done right, you know you. Yeah, I mean you had you have your successful ones that you know your Tomb Raiders, your Resident Evils, your Uncharted. Persia, Sonic. Let me me throw this one at you. So we saw another trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie, the new one by, um, what is it, Illumination and Nintendo, you know, the Universal. What what, what are we thinking about that one? Again, being being kind of our resident Nintendo guy, what do you think about that? A lot of people had hate on it, but I'm digging it so far from the trailers I saw. I mean, it's something different. It's, It's... Mario, but they made it into a more of a like a story. Like hard to explain, but it's like more of a story. Like, like open up the world a little bit, kind of like behind the scenes of the actual like world of Mario. But I, I'm in, I'm excited for it. I'm, I mean, I'll probably stream it somewhere, but yeah, it's something different. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. That that one, I don't know why that one's got the most hype for me. Um, I say that, and I'm probably one of those haters because uh, <laughs> I I saw some comments on social media, and they were like, Chris Pratt, you know, s- spent his whole life wanting to be Mario to sound like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Just yeah. he, I mean, he still yeah, does I mean, not. I gotta be honest. I that would be my main critique as well. Like, I, I, like he, I I understand not wanting to just mime the you know classic joseph farnelli uh voice or whatever um uh, but he he could have he he could have gone in either direction of trying to like create a voice and work on that and be like yes this is mario or whatever or just done his own voice but instead he went with this middle road of chris pratt but with a weird affect to said voice or whatever it's like uh, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, I, there's got to, there had to be some other actor that they used for like, <laughs> toys or something that they could have maybe moved in there. But you know, I guess I, bringing Christopher know, Judge. It's it seems it seems a little <laughs> Peach. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still but, think um, I could have went ahead and tried out for it. It's a me, Mario. But, yeah, you can. perfect. <laughs> perfect pitch perfect all right cool speaking of pitch perfect that is going to go ahead and wrap up our news segment um we we, i think we're about caught up with the exception of the elephant in the room that has just been taking over so much of the news feeds lately when it comes to gaming unfortunately and that is uh our catching up on the whole microsoft and activision blizzard king acquisition it has gone from uh amusing to somewhat high tension to laughable to almost outright outrageous and stupid at this point um so i'm going to rattle through 
a bunch of the stuff. We have a lot of, of source material here. I'm not going to quote it all, but I'm going to encourage you guys, if you're interested in this at all, if this appeals to you as a board gamer, um, this is a segment right now that could probably take us the better part of an hour. I'm going to try and like run through as much as I can uh, and see if we can talk about this in all of like 10 minutes to get caught up. We'll see how this works. Um, so basically, uh, Microsoft went ahead and the EU, the... Uh, uh, God, I already forgot the name of them. Uh, the Consumer... What the heck is their name again? The CMA. They went ahead and they took issue with the merger and they said, hey, basically Microsoft is going to become too much of a powerhouse. We don't like the idea. And they went ahead and started the uh, second phase of investigation as of September 30th. So they have basically until, um, or there's there's some other decision point that they came across, but they have until the 23rd of March, 2023 to make a final decision. In that time, they went ahead and they opened it up um, to business parties as well as other interested parties. Uh, and there was a, an unknown entity or an unnamed entity that came out and actually uh, took the side of Microsoft, basically saying uh, so many things to the effect that Microsoft is pushing the envelope and technology forward, accessibility to games forward. Uh, the idea of any competitors uh, being undermined is just silly. The, those competitors are investing in older and arcane systems of gaming. Uh, and I think we all kind of know they're pointing at PlayStation and PlayStation trying to go ahead and keep Xbox away from uh, their technology roots and, and have them try to sell disc-based games. Um, we've had a whole bunch of other stuff to the effect of uh, Sony going even further and backhanding uh, Battlefield saying that Call of Duty is king. There's no way that anything else, including Battlefield, its most closest competitor, could ever manage to keep up with the sales, which, you know, I'm a little partially in agreement on because we saw uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 go ahead and sell something like 800 million in the first three days, uh, where Battlefield 2042, I don't know if it's still hit over 200 million. Um, what am I seeing here? Well, they, they quote, and where they got these numbers, uh, quote, despite the similarities between Call of Duty and Battlefield, and despite EA's track record in developing other successful AAA franchises, such as FIFA, Mass Effect, Need for Speed, and Star Wars Battlefront, the Battlefield franchise cannot keep up. As of August 2021, more than 400 million Call of Duty games have been, has been sold, uh, while Battlefield has sold just 88.7 million copies, end quote. And that was something that was actually pulled from uh, a lot of the uh, material that was pushed by Sony to the CMA. And I might have misspoken. I said 800 million copies. I believe it was 80 million copies um, that Modern Warfare 2 sold in like a three-day period. Uh, but so that's a huge backhand to uh, not only another franchise, but another, you know, developer, a, a um, publisher altogether. Uh, Sony further went ahead and dug themselves even deeper uh, because in time, Xbox uh, and Microsoft went ahead and said, you know what? OK, cool. Um, we understand that people's concerns with this isn't specifically about Call of Duty. However, Call of Duty seems to be the highlight. So we're going to go ahead and volunteer to offer Call of Duty in a partnership uh, on Nintendo and allow Nintendo a 10-year licensing deal so that they could go ahead and bring Call of Duty uh, to the Switch platform. 
which we haven't seen Call of Duty on Nintendo for quite some time. Uh, Mark can correct me. I want to say it was like the Wii that we went ahead and saw Call of Duty uh, last on there. Um, but Sony went ahead in their infinite wisdom and said, uh, that partnership is bogus. That means nothing because the Switch is made for children. So forget the fact that two of your three grown-ass hosts here on the show uh, go ahead and both have a Switch. And I think we get a lot of uh, good children. use and good good times yeah grown chill um so i mean dude they just they just kept digging themselves a hole uh xbox boss phil spencer went ahead and came back and in so many words um went out they he did an interview uh with Eurogamer, where he basically said um in so many words talking about the deal publicly that sony's way to succeed uh, or Sony's way of saying big is by making Xbox small. Um, and let's see what else, what else, what else. Um, still some internal struggles going on with uh, ABK themselves. Activision has come out. You, you wouldn't necessarily expect them maybe to want to speak up at any point right now, uh, but they went ahead and spoke up and their COO uh, basically said, we will fight for the merger. Um, so again, where this stands in the whole timeline of things, is this because ABK went ahead and actually was trying to find uh, an entity to go ahead and purchase them previously. And they kind of resorted to Xbox um, because they didn't want to get bought out by let's say a 10 cent or uh, what's the other one I can't think of right now. Uh, one the big Eastern one. Uh, Anyways, sorry, I'm belaboring the point, but they didn't want to get bought out by anybody who was uh, over there who doesn't necessarily have um, a, a good MO of freedom of expression, uh, especially when it comes to games. Um, but Activision has basically said, hey, if it comes to a court battle, we're going to go ahead and side with uh, Microsoft 110%. Uh, meanwhile, they've got their own internal struggles because there was an opportunity uh, at Blizzard's Albany location to go ahead and set up uh, a union for their employees. And Activision Blizzard shut that down. Uh, the staff, uh, or the management went ahead and said, hey, that's not in our best interest. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, but they went ahead and said, bah, 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 bah. where's the quote here? Uh, quote, we deeply respect our employees' right to choose whether to be represented by a union and to make an informed decision for themselves in a process where every voice is heard. Given the significant impact this decision could have for everyone on the Albany-based Diablo team and the tight integration of our operations here, we believe strongly that each of the 107 eligible employees deserve to have their votes counted, not just the 18 quality assurance testers who are important employees, but make up a small fraction of the team, end quote. So it sounds like they didn't even give some due diligence yet, at least, uh, to hearing all of the input of the company. They just had a couple of employees that were going ahead and, and uh, putting, you know, putting it out there. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Sorry, there's a, there's a lot to cover here. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break from going on further with any more stuff. Mark, you had some some stuff you wanted to chime in on this one? Oh, no. Okay. Disregard. Uh, Matt, anything before I keep going? I mean, yeah, this is the same old song and dance, man. Uh, 
I Call of Duty is the biggest selling title year over year. Uh, I'm not sure that Battlefield is even really a huge competitor in that regard. I mean, they're the closest uh, analog title, I guess, and being a you know a FPS that's designed to uh, garner the interest of the masses. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, we we've discussed it before. I, I don't know whether they're gonna succeed or fail. I don't know that I think that it's necessarily a good thing if they do succeed. But uh, do I do I see it going through? Probably. <laughs> Well, I mean, so we'll see, right? Because there's more complications to it. Um, so basically, European Commission uh, went ahead and said that they weren't convinced with Microsoft's uh, statements because they did provide some follow-up statements um, talking about, hey, you know, we're trying to provide opportunity. Um, and I think the next big piece being that the FTC, on the same day as the Game Awards, FTC went ahead and made a move to uh, file a suit to try and block uh, the Microsoft acquisition. Um, it, it was kind of funny and they almost had an egg on their face because they pointed to the CMA and some statements that Microsoft made to the CMA, uh, particularly as it came to Bethesda titles. Um, but what they found out, what everybody kind of reminded them is uh, you're 100% wrong. There, the Bethesda deal closed way before. Uh, there were no... Um, uh, um, consolidation or not consolidations um concessions excuse me the other c word there were no concessions that were promised uh as part of the bethesda deal um but the ftc seems to think that that was something that was brought up uh with the cma and the cma even corrected them uh, i think there's a lot right now um that microsoft is doing positively um to go ahead and identify hey we've tried to work with playstation offering uh, you know, extensive deals with them, almost shy of in perpetuity, which I'm hearing in business terms is never a real thing. Um, and ne now the latest and greatest is uh, the fear, or at least something that has come up as cited by the CMA and the FTC is this notion that Xbox and Game Pass going ahead and being such a uh, monster streaming service would go ahead and surely go ahead and knock out any competition, uh, especially when they go ahead and put Activision Blizzard uh, titles on there. And now in this latest move, Microsoft has gone ahead and even offered the opportunity for 10 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation to include PlayStation Plus. Um, and Sony has just been quiet on this. So I've heard a couple different takes. Uh, I've heard some actual lawyers. Um, so uh, shout out to Gaz over at... Uh, Game on Daily and on the Cole Eastwood uh, uh, Xbox newscast, uh, basically saying from a legal standpoint, it it it's showing kind of a weak hand for Microsoft because they should have said, hey, here's the new deal and here's the time deadline on this. If Sony doesn't accept it, then they're basically acquiescing that they just don't want the deal, period, dot, and it's not even about fair competition because they're being offered a solution. They're just being pains in the ass because they don't want the deal to go through. They're kicking the screen the whole way, uh, which I tend to agree with. You know, If Microsoft is going ahead and making all these concessions, don't just leave it out there in a win for Sony or whoever at any point in time to come scoop up. Um, that That's it for the whole thing. You know, It kind of brings it to a close. I, I personally think that 
the CMA's case is going to come to an uh, unclimactic closure, siding with, yes, it's okay for Microsoft to make the acquisition. I feel like the FTC is going to realize that the chips are stacked against them legally, that they really have no case, and they're going to go ahead and withdraw their lawsuit, uh, and the thing is going to go through. But, uh, Matt, any follow-up on all of that? Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I don't disagree. I think it'll ultimately probably go through. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I would, I, my interpretation, I guess, is a little different on the whole, like, Microsoft concluding now, like, to, to put it on PlayStation Plus thing. I, I think that's desperation. Like, they're showing their hand. They're, like, clearly, I mean, we all know it's about more than Call of Duty, right? That's just the biggest thing to throw out there that people can latch onto or whatever in the me- media, excuse me, sensationalized. Um, it's also maybe the thing that's most pressing to the gamers so you can get that public support. You know, Sony's just like, oh, well, they're also going to, you know, have all these other IPs and be moving into mobile and whatever, you know, like it, they, they have to make it less about they're putting us out of business than it is that they're screwing over you, our customers or whatever, uh, to, to garner that public support. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously the intention at a certain level is definitely to win the game and put Sony out of business or whatever. Obviously Microsoft can't cop to that or anything, but yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm necessarily in favor of it, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be too shocked if it ultimately does go through. And here we go. You know, Mark, my apologies. I got to take another minute to disagree with Matt. Cause I don't <laughs> think the goal is to go ahead and put PlayStation out of business. Cause oh, come if on. they if the, if there's you no competition, that competition. is that is. <laughs> I, I as, 100% as a company, you don't want competition. As the consumer, uh, you do, but as the company, as the consumer, you don't well, want why am I why am I representing the company right now? I'm a consumer just like anybody else, and well, that's 100 well, percent what I, I was saying. That well, because you're taking the, the the devil's viewpoint here, or whatever. I was saying that Microsoft, as a corporation, of course, wants to win mm. the game and put Sony out of business. You're saying that's not true. I'm like, well, how could that not be true? <laughs> I think. No, because there. So this this is kind of where it comes back to that unnamed party that went ahead and communicated with the CMA. They brought up a good point. I wish I had the the source material here with me, but they brought up a good point saying that the market is so dynamic and innovative that you can have an entrant come in and make a huge splash. Case in point, Fortnite, which is why a lot of people are thinking, hey, um, it, it's going to go ahead and it actually is Epic Games that is bringing in this argument. Because look at what happened to Fortnite. It went ahead. It started off. I don't know if you guys remember. I remember it started off. What? I'm I'm sorry, my bad. But but what does that actually have to do with Microsoft's intention to you know? Not not that it's because it's not. That's not the point of the intention. I'm not going to sit here and take the part of a company to determine the intention, and and I don't think that's going to work out because you're going to have so much disparity and frustration on the part of certain gamers you're not going to win those folks over the point is even if their intention is win 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 which i don't know if we're necessarily seeing right now uh, the point is of these legislators and the cma and the ftc wanting to keep things uh competitive this unnamed party that went ahead and brought up their their remarks to the cma had a very accurate point in saying like, look at Fortnite. This thing was non-existent a couple of years ago. And now it is the largest streamed, uh, most profitable friggin' free to play opportunity that has emerged on the planet that 
everybody wants to get their hands on. And it, quite frankly, that with Rocket League as probably a far second has gone ahead and made Epic Games a monster in and of itself where they're able to buy vacated malls and retrofit it into their new headquarters studios. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm just saying I agree with the point of this unnamed third party that there's so much dynamism uh, in this gaming environment that even if Xbox is out to kill, is going for the throat, which, again, I don't think we're seeing right now, it doesn't friggin' matter. The legislators don't need to focus on you want to win because they could flip the coin and say the same thing about PlayStation. Well, of you want to win. Yeah, they yeah, could, in theory, yeah. say the same. But that's not their job. Their job is to simply look on the part of the consumer. So me on the part right, of the consumer, right. I can see it as an even playing field, regardless of whether or not Microsoft goes ahead and acquires ABK. Uh, because PlayStation has gone ahead. They have their dedicated, diehard, loyal fan base who love their games, um, love their systems. I think loving the systems is a byproduct of loving the games. Um, but yeah, that that is in in chief argument why I still sit that this thing is going to pass because at the end of the day, they can go ahead and litigate as much as they want. They can throw money at it. They can throw big words at it. It comes down to keep it simple, stupid. Is it going to go ahead? Is it going to change things that dynamically for the consumer? And the answer is no, especially if Microsoft is willing to go ahead and make these concessions that Call of Duty, this big thing that Sony put their entire argument but, on, but is not so going to be taken away. Huh? I said, I said, but they own so much more than Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like, that's the big thing. So, but okay, that's not the argument. Call of Duty. Well, right, but that's, I think, why Sony's been so mum on everything. You know what I mean? I apologize. We should move on and let Mark get his piece in. But I, <laughs> but I think that's why Sony's been so mum on everything. You know what I mean? Like, Call of Duty is the big flashpoint or whatever. But it's it's about so much more than that. Uh, regardless, whatever, you know. Uh, well, it's, Mark, a, it's about more. Yeah. It's about more, but I would say, and, and yeah, we can definitely move on. <laughs> I, I would say it's come down to Sony cannot eloquently illustrate their point in any more words. Like they basically said, hey, Call of Duty is this major people yeah, I mean, mover that will. <coughs> well, and the argument then goes to, yeah, are they, they not saying anything because they literally have nothing to say? Is it because they know that they have their own subscription service that they could very well try to be competitive with Game Pass? Is it because all the other arguments that have come up um, against Microsoft that predominantly the CMA has pointed out the CMA pointed out something to the effect of uh, this would be anti-consumer for computer operating systems even and I was like dude what are you talking about like people can still play on well, Apple if, uh, but that's Apple, Apple's but, fault for wanting to go Microsoft ahead and could easily come in and say that well now Call of Duty is exclusive you can't play it on a Mac, you know, Mac computer of any kind or whatever. It's, it's all yeah, I mean, PlayStation, PlayStation, Sony, hire me. I'll come in as your consumer spokesman. I'll come in and talk about how it's wrong. You, you're afraid to, to really get out there and, and throw the muck around or whatever and talk about how it's really going to be devastating because ultimately you want to do the same shit. I know it. It's true. I'll, I'll get out there and I'll slander you the same, but I'll make sure the deal don't go through. It was just neither one of you is going to look good. <laughs> I was going to say, mind you, I just saw something on social media uh, just in the last day or two about PlayStation talking about the best place to play Call of Duty. It's like, bro, like you're literally in litigation about this right now. And you're still bragging. 
Anyways, all right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move it on to. Uh, I wanted to give you guys opportunity. I said my piece on the last episode about the game awards, what I thought, um, and what was revealed. Mark, what what do you think? Were you uh, excited? Do you think like you know? How, how, overall, how'd you feel? Was there anything you were excited for that was announced? Um, I wasn't surprised at some things. Um, as you both know, I did mention that once Elden Ring came out, I was like, you know, this is a game of the year uh, contender, and sure enough, there it is. Um, I was surprised on the. Oh well, I mean, Ragnarok got a, a decent, uh, <coughs> decent chunk of it. Um, uh, they got yeah. yeah I mean, six awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They um, they they, they took away more <laughs> than Elden Ring. Yeah, though, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, not sure how the the votes go there. I mean, something doesn't add up. But uh, yeah, uh, Marvel Snaps mobile game. I mean, that's a no brainer. Um, I I was playing it right before the episode. Uh, yeah, I play a couple hours a day. <laughs> um, if Kirby, I can see that as a family game. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all of them, but um, I was excited. I, I haven't played Stray yet. I do have it. Um, go for them for uh, you know the IP. Uh, where'd you Where'd Kirby you get that one on game? Steam? It's on, yeah, uh, Kirby one family game. Where'd you get a stray, Mark? Um, it's on, I believe I got it on Epic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I figured you had it on PC because you don't have the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, um, all good stuff. It was a decent uh, for sure this year. I'm pleased with the uh, the titles they had listed. And, you know, everyone got what they deserved, I feel like. Okay, what about any of uh, the uh, announcements? Was there anything that you were... I mean, I, I kind of beat it up on the last episode that it was a disappointment. It's, <laughs> it's been that way on social media that people feel it was a disappointment that Xbox was a relative no-show there. We saw a couple things for PlayStation, a couple things for Nintendo, obviously for PC. Um, but was there anything that was announced that you were particularly excited about? Or uh, We touched a little base on... Uh... The armor core, of course. I mean, I mean, the little clip that we saw looks pretty uh, decent, I should say. It's not, you know, like you said, uh, man. It's no chrome hounds, but uh, I was, I was just like, it's, uh, it's not gonna be, but please, <laughs> please be chrome hounds. <laughs> uh, we got our Final Fantasy, well, you know, fan base out there. Final Fantasy sixteen, you know, those games always look gorgeous. Um, getting ridiculous of <laughs> what they put into those games um Hades 2 uh we had a little gameplay gameplay sneak on that uh Death Stranding 2 uh I need to hurry up and finish the first one <laughs> before uh, uh that one comes out I'm a little late to the game on that one but uh and then the cyberpunk uh that as well. I'm a little little back loud, back uh, backlog beat, uh, beat down there. This, this is why, this is what uh, I'm saying. We gotta start a little backlog <laughs> beat down gang. Uh, but yeah, all good stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's a this year was a 
very odd for releases. Uh, you had a couple hitters here and there, but I feel like next year, well, I say this with a you know, fine tooth comb. I mean, <laughs> I hope the releases are what they say they are and nothing gets you know, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So, uh, hope for the best. Um, a lot of good things coming. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I agree. Matt, what'd you think? Game Awards and uh, announcements. <sighs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that mostly aligned with a lot of, kind of, all of our thoughts on how it was going to go. Um, the only one I was really kind of disappointed by, and admittedly, I haven't played the the game that won yet, but uh, the, the award for impact, that was, it's really pulling for a citizen sleeper. I really wanted to see that one come through, but considering the subject matter and the slant there, I'm not that shocked that that didn't win, I guess, but uh, I, I could hope at least. Uh, otherwise, as far as announcements, I mean, obviously the Ken Levine game we're going to keep an eye on. Uh, some some interesting stuff, but nothing that really like blew me away, honestly. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 looks oddly too much like dragon age but also i'm still gonna check it out because it's larian studios and it's Baldur's Gate and minsk uh they better bring boo back too anyway yeah that's all i really got elden ring called it knew it <laughs> i mean you, you you say called it that's but two I think years in a row all of us two in I a think row all of us went ahead and <laughs> Man, come on. All of us were calling after Elden Ring this year, out here acting like you you had the one call. Every single one of us knew I'm the Elden Super Ring Bowl was going to win this year. A... Oh, my God. Anyways, all right. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, that, that about covers it. Uh, I think I've, I've said my piece for stuff uh, regarding the Game Awards and stuff that we're looking forward to. But, of course, then that leads us into uh, our final segment. Release radar. So uh, <laughs> the guy's like, we can actually hear it now. Um, let's see. Where are we? Where are we? We are on December 16th today. What do we have coming up? It's going to be probably pretty shy for the rest of the year. Um, wow. Yeah, it really is. So uh, we had Resident Evil 7 Biohazard come out on Switch. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion on PS4 coming out December 20th. Naraka Blade Point on Xbox One, December 22nd. Uh, and then Valkyrie Profile Lenneth coming out on PS5 and 4, December 22nd. And that's it, everybody. Uh, so then that brings us into 2023, which we can kind of go ahead and, and wait on because we're still quite a ways off. Um, so moving right into our final portion then. Um, well, yeah, uh, first and foremost, I guess, of any of those like three or four titles stuff you guys are looking forward to now nah, we can go right in and talk about high on life <laughs> all right cool yeah what, what what we've been doing what we've been playing uh let's start with the quiet one mr snipe 90 mark uh what you've been doing what you've been playing where can the people find you uh like matt said uh i haven't played high on life uh, a couple hours yesterday uh, Overwatch 2 finally got the count but did you watch situated. E -Rex? I watched a little bit of it. Not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's 
different different game. Uh, something I don't know how to describe it. But <laughs> something we threw together that you know it, the gameplay itself is a little edgy, but uh, I'm only a little bit into it. But uh, so I, far, I so heard good. it. I heard it described as an interactive comedy. Would you Would you agree with that? I yeah, I can see that. I can't get the uh, the Rick and Morty uh, characters out of the uh, For my sure. head when I'm yeah. playing, but uh, yeah, it's a little quirky, a little, a little gritty, but uh, yeah, I'm having fun with it so far. Uh, aside from that, I've been playing Overwatch Two. Um, still on the mobile side, I got the mobile Snap, of course. Uh we got to get back into some co-op stuff. And I was wrong on the stray. It was in my Steam cart. I never bought it. Uh, but yeah, so I'll have to dabble in that a little bit. But yeah, not too much. Okay, you still uh, have you been doing much Snipecast lately? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't get time for uh, much these days. Uh, but yeah. No, no, not really. <laughs> there you go. For it's on the back. It's on the back burner. <laughs> the greatest birth control, just losing track of your games and not being able to do the stuff you want to do. All right, uh, Matt, what you been doing? What you been playing? Where can the people not find you? That's right. Yeah, you can't find me. Uh, haven't been playing much aside from uh, high on life here recently. It's, uh, I I very much enjoyed it. I would say it was Justin Roiland, uh, creator of uh, Rick and Morty, said he wanted to make a video game that was my style of humor. You know, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna create the this this era's uh, you know uh, Conquers Bad Fur Day or whatever. I want to make a super funny video game, but do. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thus far I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's not. There's nothing really original or spectacular or anything there, but it is, it is funny, and uh, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it. So it hasn't it hasn't like for a game that came out of a you know wherever it came from or whatever. Like the gameplay is not bad. Like there's I haven't experienced much jankiness or anything. But, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. Otherwise, the old Elden Ring, of course, uh, dabbling in that when I can. Now uh, it Kicking my ass, man. So, we get back and kill Placidisax instead. And that means nothing to either of you, but it will eventually, hopefully, at some point. <laughs> yep, uh, you're truly known as Ice. I have not been playing Elden Ring, so I uh, probably will mean something to me at some point, uh, especially considering. Well, you know, we'll have we'll have to see because remind me in twenty years. Yeah, it, I mean, dude, I'm not gonna say it that long, but like, especially you got something that's been even longer on the back burner the witcher 3 um just went ahead and got its new update its new new gen slash which i have heard has not gone as well as we were hoping (laughs) yeah i i need to check because um i haven't been you know fingers on the pulse of of that one so to speak but um i think i remember it's supposed to have like some ray tracing stuff that that comes into it on especially on the pc side i want to use some of these beautiful nvidia cards and, and whatnot to get some some quality ray tracing out of it but if it's not going to be good it's not going to be good um i might just wait um that being said 
Um, okay, what have I been playing? So yes, High on Life. Uh, I haven't got that far. I'm on the second contract, um, like halfway through that mission, I want to say. Um, let's see. Uh, also, um, what else did I play? I played something else on Xbox recently. Um, probably a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, I guess of, I was playing Resident Evil 2. Solitaire. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, solitaire is usually, you know, when I'm on the phone, like eating breakfast or something. Uh, I did get back into the Sudoku um, just because, you know, I like Sudoku puzzles and they got some. Play me and What chess, are probably going to be forever achievements. What's that? I said, play me in chess. <laughs> Can I get achievements? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I don't actually yeah. have a chess game as well. I'm just saying they got one. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, get, other, we'll get it. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, so let's see. What I say? High on life. Man, I played something else. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, also dabbled a little bit in the uh, back in, like, the, like I said, Saints Row the Third Remastered on PlayStation. I still want to get that platinum. I, I'm hoping there was a lot of rumor that uh, PlayStation was going to go ahead and, and start talking more about Spider-Man 2. Um, but Alas, we have not heard anything yet, um, but that I'm pretty sure if that does in fact come out next year, that's going to be a banger. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to go back and replay Spider-Man. What uh, our listeners should probably do, though, is keep their eyes peeled because right now, as I said on last episode, it's continuing. Uh, you got a whole bunch of opportunities to get your hands on games. Steam has their end of year sale going on. Uh, Epic has now started their, uh, their holiday game giveaways so it's basically a game every day uh started yesterday working its way through what was the game for today 26 uh today was horizon what is it horizon turbo Uh, chase turbo horizon chase turbo thank you he said horizon Uh, i'm like zero no 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 uh horizon chase turbo i think that was one that they gave away previously because i already had it in the library um, but that being said, you know, like if, if you don't have an Epic account now is as best a time as any, because um, they may throw some surprises in there as we get closer to the end of the year. They also, uh, Insider, you know, whatever technique, if you will, um, they are giving you a 25% coupon for games that are over $14.99. So I would highly recommend you go ahead and if you just want to start a small game collection, if you never had yeah, Epic before. Yeah, sign up on Epic, collect all those daily games, and wait because the coupons are going to be valid all the way through uh, January 5th. And then if some of these games are on sale, like God of War, God uh, of War Horizon, on sale for 30 bucks. Yeah, and you can there, that for there's a couple. Uh, yeah, I already looked at it. If you want to get God of War, it's down to like $22 after the, the Epic's 25% off because it does stack with existing sales. Um, so consider that if you guys want to, you know, beef up some of that library. Uh, other than that, again, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch—they all have um, their respective sales going on. Uh, we see stuff on Fanatical, on GOG. I mean, you name it. So now, now is an awesome time to go ahead and beef up your gaming library if that's something you're into. Uh, of course, I'd recommend don't do that if you don't want to be like me and have a forever long backlog that your two co-hosts are going to keep making fun of you for um that being said we're going to wrap it up here uh this wraps up the end of episode 70 uh hopefully you guys got something out of this we're going to see whether or not we can go ahead and bring you uh, 
maybe one or two more shows uh, to wrap the year to a close. And we'll maybe talk about some some events or games or new segments that we might bring about in 2023. That being said, once again, make sure you like, subscribe, uh, share this with a friend. Give us some feedback. We love to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, and otherwise, just keep it locked, guys. And remember, gaming's greatest generation is the one you guys are a part of. Thanks for listening to the Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. If you have any feedback for the show or would like to contribute ideas, feel free to call 702-690-9292 or email us at gamingsgreatestgeneration at gmail.com. You can also join the Discord community by following the link in the show notes. See you next time.